How do dreamers, thought leaders, paradigm shifters change the world? They have to ask themselves this one question. Am I willing to chase my dreams? If you want to know how to push the boundaries of your influence, impact the world, and live out your God-given dreams, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the Passion and Prestige podcast. I am your host, world changer, dream chaser, and all-around nice guy, Teron Nolan. I am so glad you are here with us today because today we are going to be talking about doing it scared. No matter what it is or what you're facing, you have to do it scared. Don't wait until you feel like doing it. Because if you're waiting for that feeling, you will never do it. Do it scared. So, let's talk about it. They just want to knock you off the top. But I ain't going to drop till I say so. Till I say so. Because I say so. Do it scared. That was the advice my sister gave me as I called her bawling my eyes out, holding my baby son Maddox. Now, Maddox was a baby baby at this time, a couple of months old, brand new and completely reliant on me. Sis, I don't think I could do this, sis. I think I just gotta run. I can't do this. Fool, you have no choice. You got to do this. My sister didn't know it then, but her stern words and violent tone were enough to give me the confidence to dive headfirst into this new adventure of parenting. This would be the very first time I would watch my baby boy alone. No help from my wife, no grandparents. It was just me and him. I mean, how hard could this really be, right? I had watched every baby video known to man, read and reread every baby book I could find. I even highlighted and had stacks on top of stacks of index cards with little notes written on them. I was ready to be the best baby watching, bottle making, diaper changing father of the century. I got this. My wife? <laughs> My wife, on the other hand, was terrified, but she tried her best not to show it. Now, she did a horrible job of trying to hide it. Every ounce of her motherly instincts were buzzing. She had carried this baby, delivered this baby, and now was about to leave this baby for the first time. (laughs) It didn't matter that I was her husband the person who she trusted and loved most in the world, that little precious boy was her baby. Right before my wife was about to leave and grab her keys, she was staring daggers into my soul. At that moment, I was truly afraid. Now, every new father knows that look. That look that your wife gives you, like, you better not mess this up. Yeah, it was that look. If anything went wrong, I knew that no amount of explaining, apologizing, 
or Bath and Body Works would suffice. I had to nail it. There was no room for error. Even though I was terrified, I had to do it scared. My son was a rock star baby. That morning, we had only had one meltdown that was quickly extinguished with Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and Taylor Swift. The kid has always loved Taylor Swift. I, I guess. I don't know. He was on his second nap, which meant that I was on my second round of an uninterrupted binge of ESPN. And he didn't poop once. Life was great, and I was killing it as a new dad. At that moment, I was imagining parenting awards being delivered to my front door. Roundtable pizza wanting me to be their new spokesman. Something like Pizza Papa or Pizza for Dads. I I don't know. I got to work on that. I was so overconfident that I actually turned up the television volume and fired up the surround sound at the same time the baby was sleeping. I know. If this baby woke up, I knew that I possessed the power to put him back down. I was on fire, and nothing could stop me. Shortly after lunch, I could notice that his small baby face started to twist and and distort in ways that could only mean one thing. His poop was ready and cleared for takeoff. Now, I had changed many diapers as a father, but this was a Mount Vesuvius type of explosion. My son had managed to shoot out poop with so much velocity that it had escaped from the top of his Mickey diapers and climbed all the way up his back. I had never seen or smelt anything like this, but I was ready. I jumped up, grabbed my son with both hands, carefully trying to avoid the Willy Wonka chocolate river rolling down his... All while kicking the diaper bag into our bedroom. New parents, you know what I'm talking about. You know when your hands are full, but you got to get the diaper bag, so you just kick it? Yeah, that's what was going on. Luckily, I had left his favorite swaddling blanket spread out on the bed. So I laid him down and sprung into action. A couple of months ago, me and some friends decided that we would face our fear and go skydiving. Now, arriving at the front entrance to the highly rated skydiving academy was supposed to be a breathtaking experience. It was breathtaking. Like, literally, it took my breath Away, I started to silently hyperventilate in the backseat as panic and sheer dread rushed through my body. When you're about to jump out of a plane at 15,000 feet, you have certain expectations of what you want to see upon arrival. So when we pulled up and saw an airplane hangar that looked like it had survived both world wars and a zombie apocalypse... Yeah, I freaked out. Guys, I I don't think this is a good idea at all. Look, we need to go home. This ain't happening. We need to go. 
My friends had been excited about this trip for months. I, on the other hand, was less enthusiastic, but still looking forward to a new experience. Now, I don't know how long it takes for paint to chip or rust to form or weeds to completely climb up the side of a building. But yeah, we saw all of that. My friend Dan chuckled and thought out loud, if the building looks this bad, I wonder what the airplane looks like. Dude, that did not help at all. Do it scared. Do it scared. Do it scared. These words were the only words racing through my mind as we boarded the plane. Again, when you pay to jump 15,000 feet out of an airplane, you have certain expectations you want to see. So when I sat in the plane attached to my instructor and saw white duct tape holding the windows in place, oh, you better believe I freaked. This is a bad idea. A really, really bad. Look, put the plane down. Put the plane. We're not jumping today. I can't do this. At that moment, I remembered my sister's stern words. Do it. Scared. The door flew open and it was my time to jump. It's crazy how the world looks like a checkerboard from 15,000 feet. I closed my eyes, said a silent prayer, and jumped out of the plane. Scared. No one ever told me that although babies look stationary, if you turn your back for one moment, that same motionless baby will transform into a cheetah with the speed of a Bugatti. To this day, I still don't know how my son did it. Somehow in that split second of me turning my back to get a baby wipe, this little dude flipped rattled and rolled right off of the bed and fell to the floor. I can still hear the thump in my head. He hit the floor and lost it. He screamed so loud that I was certain that my wife, with her new mommy superpowers, would hear her baby crying from miles and miles away. Oh God, this is bad. This is really, really bad. I mean, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I had just let my baby son, covered in poop, roll off of our bed and crash to the floor. Oh, God, my wife is going to kill me, and then she will never let me watch him again. I felt like a complete failure. I saw all the moving trucks in my mind pulling back up to my house and removing all the Dad of the Century awards they had just given me. I just wanted to run far away and hide. I didn't know what to do, so I called the one person who I knew would give me directions. My sister. Crying on the phone, I told my sister everything. Everything that I was feeling. Th sis, I, look... 
Sis, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I just I just dropped my baby. He was covered in poop. He's on the floor. I Look, I'm scared, sister. I'm, I don't know what. I just want to run. I'm scared. If my sister could have slapped me through the phone that day, she would have. Probably twice. She spoke real slow and firm. And she said, then do it scared. Do it scared, and then do it again. That's the only way to extinguish that fear that's living within. That's the only way to battle, stand victorious, and win. Because, friend, fear doesn't play fair. It doesn't care about your timeline. It's not like, hey, fear, you know, I'm having a really bad day Now's just a really bad time. How about you go away and come back again on Wednesday? You know, that'll work. No, it doesn't work like that. Fear is a monster of biblical proportions. A Trojan horse that's filled with its friends. Insecurity, anxiety, apprehension, and self-doubt. And though it may seem like a gift now on the shores of your senses, if given a chance, Fear will burn your city to the ground and leave it defenseless. So do it scared. And then do it again. Because a bird cannot fly if it's afraid of the wind. When it comes to pursuing our passions, it is so important that we understand that there will be times when you just need to leap. You just need to jump scared. If you are always waiting for the right opportunity or the perfect situation or all the ducks to align, I'm sorry, you're going to be waiting for a very, very long time. If we're waiting for that spark of confidence, it's like a train. You're going to be waiting for it to go. It may have left the station and you're going to have to wait another two years before you get that confidence back. You're going to be waiting a very, very long time because this is the reality. There is no perfect situation. The right time is when you are ready to jump. I have to remind myself all the time to not waste precious time waiting for fear to go away. It doesn't work like that. If you wait for fear to disappear, it won't happen. You just need to jump scared. Do it scared. Follow your dreams scared. Pursue your passions scared. Live out loud scared. The point is, there is no perfect moment. So stop waiting for it. Do it scared and then do it again. Now I'm going to end this episode the way I end every single episode with these powerful, powerful words. Chase your dreams until the dreams you chase become reality. Go change the world and make sure that you do it scared. So now that you're part of the Passion and Prestige tribe, 
I want to know what you think. I love hearing from my listeners. So if you wouldn't mind taking a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and tag us at Passion and Prestige on Instagram. And don't forget to go into your podcast app, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review and a five-star rating. This helps us reach way more people. Passion and Prestige Tribe, thank you so much. I will see you next week. And remember, chase your dreams until the dreams you chased become reality. Go change the world. They just want to knock you off the top. But I ain't going to drop till I say so. Till I say so. Because I say.